Welcome to Sonographers in the Cities, where we connect through sound with your host, Lynn and Giselle. Welcome back to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We have a very special episode for you guys. It is our first guest on Sonographers on the Cities of 2023. And we have Ashley here. Hi, Ashley. Hi, I'm Ashley. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Lynn, how are I'm you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Ashley, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, be with us in this episode. Thank you. I'm I'm really happy to finally meet you guys virtually. Um, we've spoken many times via Instagram. Um, yeah, I actually met you that way because we were going to go to the same school together. And then I ended up talking to Giselle because I was going to go to Vegas. And, oh. you know, that's how we started talking. And then you guys started talking. So that now it's like, well, three of us are finally talking together. It's a full circle. Yes. Yeah. A triangle, if you will. Oh, right. <laughs> triangle. <laughs> but it really is full circle, though, because I do remember Ashley in the very, very, very beginning of her journey. Uh, she actually on Instagram is sonography student underscore journey. If you guys want to go follow her, but I do remember her a long time ago when she was first thinking about ultrasound and she uh, was very open and we conversated a lot and I knew her story. And so I'm just happy that she's in her program. She's got a lot to update you guys on, especially if you guys have never spoken to her before, but uh, she truly has gone through a lot. And I think now she's ready to share her story. So yeah. Today, we're just excited to hear what you want to share. Yeah, well, um, my name is Ashley, and I am technically a second-year student. I'm in an 18-month program. Um, I go to New York Medical Training Center, and uh, yeah, it's it's a very like accelerated program. It's like super fast pace. Like each class is like basically like maybe a month or shorter depending on the class and you sit through all of your classes first for like the first year. And then after that, it's just straight up internship. And ideally they have you an internship every single day, full time. So I'm there from internship all the way from eight 30 to four 30 Monday through Friday. So I'm very tired all the time. <laughs> Lynn can wow. know, she, Lynn knows that life right now too. <laughs> oh yes, that is my life right now, but it's a little bit better because I'm getting paid for it. But when yeah. I was in clinical, I totally understand what uh you mean. So um I have a question for you because mm -hmm. we have talked on Instagram when you were uh, applying to my school, you were accepted, and then you yeah. had changed programs. And um so Let's backtrack a little and like, why did you choose the program that you're in? Like what made, okay. what was like the deciding factor? Because I think my program was accredited and your program, I believe is not. And that's like a big 
um, yeah. conversation topic as well. And maybe you can give us some insights and for our listeners out there, if they're looking for a non-accredited program, um, maybe uh, you can give us some tips for that. Yeah, um, definitely. So the main reason why I ended up going to the school was okay. So it was like a very awkward <laughs> transition for me. And Giselle knows because I talked to her a little bit about it, but basically my family were like in the process of we weren't sure if we were going to move or not. So then I ended up delaying the program instead of fall at Kahi. I was like, okay, I'm going to go for spring. In the meantime, my mom ended up going to the doctor. She got an ultrasound done and the lady who did her ultrasound went to my school and you know, she started telling her about it and she was just like, oh, she has a bachelor's degree. You know, she doesn't need to spend all of that money. You know, she could check out my school. So then I was like, hmm, okay. Because, you know, I did a lot of the research on my own. A lot of, you know, the things that you read online say it has to be KHAP accreditation and all of this stuff, but it doesn't really have to be depending on your situation. So if you let's say are like me and you want to make a career change and you have a bachelor's degree, you don't have to go down that route. You can go to another school. My school is technically accredited, but it's like council of occupational education. And then, uh, you know, the, the board of education of New York or whatever, but it's basically, it's very like circumstantial. The school is pretty much made for people that have an education they're coming in and all they need to do based on ARDMS qualifications they need to have this degree they need to pass their physics class then they need to pass their SBI then they finish with clinicals then you can sit for ARDMS for your registries but yeah like no one really knows that because no one really talks about it so it's like it was awkward for me, like in the beginning, because I didn't really know. I had lots of questions. I was scared even whenever I first decided to join the school because I was like, mm -hmm. oh, man, I was like, I'm I'm leaving Tahi. I'm like, I could always, you know, rejoin. But, you know, like with this school, they're kind of based on rotation. So they kind of do things like month to month basis. Like literally you can go in at any time. So I actually started the program December 2nd, which was my mom's birthday. And it was like really like just spur of the moment. Like within a month, I was in the school and I was getting ready to start. And it was just like crazy for me because Kahi was like, <laughs> you know, like, hey, like, are you officially going to sign like the last document and like start the program? And I was just like, nope and then they ended up calling me and then I was like I'm going somewhere else and yeah it was just it was this whole thing but I ended up finding out like once I was in it that it was fine but you know I had to go to the school and talk to the director and I was just like you know what this might not be the best circumstance you know like the best school in the world but it's gonna get me where I want to go and it's gonna get me there fast like as long as you have like that focused mindset it doesn't really matter what program you go into as long as you do your research. And then after that, just kind of study your butt off. Because one thing with accelerated programs is if you're not focused, you might as well not even do it because mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's crazy. 
it's too it's too much. <laughs> yeah. And it's an 18 month program. So it is fast and accelerated. And I really love that we have you on here because you can be an example and an advocate for people who are looking for that route as well. Because mm-hmm. obviously not everyone has the opportunity to go to an accredited school. And they're like we said, you always have to do your research. So for you specifically, you did a lot of research, which is very good. And I yeah. know a lot of people who were posting about, you know, people who've gone to non-accredited schools didn't know that after the fact. So they didn't know what they got themselves into. So mm-hmm. they were mad at themselves or mad at the school, but half the time is people who didn't know already or didn't do their research. So I'm glad yeah. that you did your research. And actually the one thing I wanted to applaud you for too was I tell people all the time, if you can talk to someone who went to that school, that's your best bet. That's like pure example. Someone who came from that school, someone who can vouch for that school and say, hey, I went to the school and look at me now. And so mm-hmm. I'm glad that you met somebody or you knew someone who went to that school as well. Yeah, I, that was the thing. Like, I was like, let me make sure that it's a school that's like, even though it's not like the official like KHAP accreditation, it's like, okay, it's still a little accredited, but let me make sure I can get a job with this. And then whenever my mom found that lady, and then I started like contacting different people. And then, you know, the sonography community, especially on the internet is so tiny. I ended up meeting different people and some people that actually did go to the school graduated some years ago, or maybe graduated like a couple of years ago or a year ago. And, you know, we're getting jobs and and stuff and had no issues. So I was like, okay, good. I was like, as long as I could sit for my boards, I don't care. (laughs) Plus, I mean, the good thing with my school right now is that they are cheaper. Like Kahi is kind of expensive. It's like, what, like 50,000 or 60,000. Yeah. And mine is 30. So, you know, that could also help somebody who's kind of in a bit of like a financial situation that they're kind of like, "Mm, I don't know. Because even if you're paying for it on your own, it's cheap enough. Like, because they do like payment plan. It's cheap enough that you're like, okay, I can deal with this. And then also, I mean, what else do they have that could help? I mean, they night classes, weekend. So it's like, you know, they have a lot more of like, okay, we can, we can work with you type mm-hmm. of, you know, situation. But at the same time, like I said, it's really up to you as a student that's like really going to get in those books and, and study and make study groups and, and stuff like that. Because if not, then you're just going to sit there and you're going to blame the teacher for like not teaching you enough. Because a lot of these teachers, unfortunately, they just sit in front of PowerPoints and then they just read off the PowerPoint. Luckily, my teacher was very passionate and he just kind of like really got into it. But still, it was like you had to study extra hard or else you weren't going to succeed. And that was basically what I learned from the program was like, this is really hard, guys. It's not easy. It's really hard. (laughs) Linda, do you have a follow up for that? Yes, I have a perfect follow up. Uh, what is the what was or has been the like the most challenging part of your program so far? 
Ooh, the most challenging part of physics, trying to do physics in a month. That was really hard. That yeah. was really hard. Uh, the way that I went about it and a couple of my classmates that followed suit, we started studying beforehand. So like maybe a couple of months beforehand, we got our hands on, on the green book and then we started reading through it. And then uh, there's... Oh my goodness, I forget her name. Uh, DMS instructors on YouTube. Like, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to sit in front of this. And if I understand some stuff, great. And if I don't, also, that's perfectly fine. At least I got like exposure to it. <laughs> and like, that's fine before the class. I got some exposure, but it was good. I mean, like, one thing that I realized, which I didn't even know was going to be a thing, was that vascular actually helped me a lot with, uh, with, physics I was just like oh okay <laughs> so when I finally got to those chapters I was like oh I know how to do this this is fine but Doppler is is hard I mean definitely whenever I went into the SBI it was like Doppler and lateral and axial resolution and that was like all over my stuff I was like okay <laughs> all over my test there you go but that was I think the hardest part of my program and then just having some people in the program care more than others. Like whenever we went to abdomen, it was like, okay, some people want to eat. And then all of a sudden it's like, everybody is like dealing with people that are gassy because they don't listen about being NPO. <laughs> and then we're having to scan each other. And it's just like, oh, it's not working. Like I can't see that pancreas. Like I really can't see it anymore because of all the gas. But that was probably mm. the hardest part, like just, you know, not working with each other sometimes and definitely the physics. I can definitely relate on that um, abdomen labs scanning on each other because um, multiple times I had a tough time learning abdomen initially because my lab partners were either there was a lot of uh, gas mm -hmm. or they were just they don't care about NPO and um, they were eating as I was scanning. Oh, oh as you were scanning? Yes. Oh, that's bad. Yes. <laughs> so like basically most of the first quarter of learning abdomen, um, I it was very tough for me because I couldn't see anything. So I had no guidance of where to scan. Yeah. So I, I totally relate how that could be challenging <laughs> for you. What was the best yeah. part? What was the best part of your program? The best part? I mean, it's kind of what I'm doing now, which is OBGYN. <laughs> that was the best part for me. Uh, it's funny because it ended up being the first class that I had was OB. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I, I started with OB. It's weird because my class is based on rotation. So I ended up coming in during OB. And then my last class ended up being GYN. Yeah, don't tell me how that works. I mean, <laughs> I just do stuff by like a weird clock. Like it's weird. But um, I knew from like the moment getting in there, I'm like, this is hard, but I really liked it. And yeah, I've been passionate about it ever since. Um, it's kind of funny because like, that's what my first rotation has been. And that's what my second rotation is actually going to be. I found out today <laughs> that, you know, I've, 
started in a hospital and now I'm going to get a clinic experience to see the differences there. But I was just like, OBGYN is what I want to do. When I look up jobs, this is what I look up, you know, like this is what I want, you know, like I, I don't care about anything else. <laughs> so you're sit for your OBGYN um, boards first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, right now I, I have the SBI. I mean, that was the only way that I could go to clinical Mm -hmm. Um, so the only thing that I'm focusing now is studying for my registry, my OBGYN registry, which I'm excited about. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. I love that you love OBGYN and that you realize that you like it. Uh, a lot of people don't also realize that they have to learn everything else yeah. to become an OBGYN sonographer. And did you know that before going in that you would like babies maybe or no? Mm, well, I mean... My original journey, taking it back without mm -hmm. giving you so, so much crazy detail, uh, but I basically went to college initially to get my bachelor's degree in child psychology. So I always knew that I liked children, but I thought that I was probably going to work with adolescents more than anything. And um, then I ended up working in a school, became a teacher for like close to three years, and was just kind of like working with little kids. I knew, I learned that I, I just love the little kids, you know, from zero to like four, you know, almost five years old. That was like my bracket and just working with their parents and the study, you know, the study planning and, and all of that. But um, when it came to the administration, I was like, no. And the thing is, I was just like, I won't be a teacher forever. That was never the plan, but I wanted to learn how it felt to be in a school and that setting just did not work for me. So then I just was thinking, I was like, what is something else that I'm interested in that I like? And then I was just like, hmm, I like sonography. Well, I didn't even know it was called sonography at the time. I was just like, I like ultrasound. I was like, you know, cause believe it or not, like going to my GYN and then like having the transvaginal and then just kind of like seeing them do stuff on the screen. Like it interests me. Like that, that's where the interest started and came from like I was just like hmm what is she doing on there and then I started doing some research and then I was just like okay this is an option and then I'm I'm obsessed with bones and teeth too so then I was just like okay maybe dental hygiene I looked into a few things first and then when I kind of realized okay this is probably the better avenue for me that's ultimately whenever I chose sonography because it's two years most programs are about two years and my mom and my dad, they were pushing me to go get a master's degree for like the longest time. And I was just like, okay, so the longest I'm willing to spend in school is another two years because I've already spent close to five years, you know, work in school, four years, you know, in some change, however long. So I was just like, hmm, let me, let me see. And then I ended up was like, okay, I'm going to go down that route. Found Kahi first, found the program that I'm in now. So, yeah. And then, well, actually, no, it was LIU, Long Island University, which is a bachelor's degree program. I, I wasn't sure what would be better. I was like, maybe I could get another bachelor's. It still would have been two years because I looked into the school and they were like, oh, you have all of your prereqs and, and everything. You just need this, this and this. And I was just like, OK, but it would have costed me a lot more extra money. I think it actually would have been more than Kahi because I would have needed to go to a separate school 
to get anatomy and physiology, regular physics, and then ultrasound physics, and then something else there. It was like five, it was almost like a semester worth of classes. And I was just like, well, it's not worth it. And then, you know, they were telling me, oh, it's a wait list. You know, they, there's no like guarantee that you'll get into the program, even if you pass the classes and all this other stuff. So I was just like, oh my God. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's I just kind of like, yeah, I was all over the place at first. Trying no, to figure out where to go. I love that you shared your story because we always ask why uh, our guests chose sonography or ended up in sonography. So that was perfect. Um, but I'm glad that, you know, life brought you to where you are today. And, you know, in your journey, um, after the fact, are you planning on, you know, working out there in the OBGYN, like you were wanting to look for a clinic setting or, you know, do um, you think hospital would be the, the one that you'd want to do? Okay. So after my experience recently, because right now I'm in a hospital and I kind of realize, well, it's MFM. So oh. what I realized is like, it's very much the reason why I originally wanted to go into a clinic was because of the hours. Right. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that you could work in a hospital and have those same hours. So I'm actually more open to the idea of being in a hospital because one, it's better money just saying and two <laughs> and two it's That's just true. like I, I I will still get the hours and everything that I want and I feel like they are they're more on top of it like they're just kind of like okay with the rules and the regulations and stuff like that and I'm that person like I'd rather have that sort of structure than it to be like okay we can do whatever we want because we're private so that's why I kind of wanted to get the experience that I'm in now and see what it's actually like to work in a clinic because I've worked in a clinic as like an oral surgeon assistant before. And that experience was like, mm, you know, so, you know, I, I, I want to see what the difference is, is, you know, so right now I'm kind of leaning towards hospital just because I kind of experienced that I actually do like it. But, you know, I might think about clinic in the future. I'm not really sure at this point, to be honest. <laughs> You still have a little bit to go, so we'll see what yeah. you end up doing. That's exciting. Yeah. So I when don't know. will you be I'm, done I'm, with your program? Um, let me see. Okay, so it's 18 months. I've done a year. It's probably like maybe another three months or so. So I don't know, like around like the summer. Almost I there. should be you're almost there. Yeah. That's so exciting. I, I'm pretty excited. Um, there's actually a per diem spot in the hospital that I'm currently in interning at. So I'm thinking of possibly going there because I love it there. Like, I don't want to leave. <laughs> I don't want to leave. But the only reason why I'm leaving is because my school was like, oh, you have to try somewhere else. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my supervisor is just like, oh, come back, come back. And then when the position opened up, she was like, oh, yeah, like, definitely come back and take it. She was like, encouraging me. She was like, get your registry. And as soon as you're done, text me. And then, you know, we can start your process and stuff. And I was just like, okay. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I think I'm going to do a Giselle and I'm going to start off with per diem. <laughs> yeah, you definitely should. You'll you'll see there's so many opportunities out there. Um, And I love that you're already getting connections. And this is exactly an example that we want 
other students to see. And I'm glad that you're documenting your journey for everyone. Um, I know we could talk about ultrasound and your journey a lot longer than the 30 minutes that we have you on today, but we're excited to see where you go in your future and we'll keep up on your posts and hopefully have you back on in the future. But before yeah. we go, what advice do you have for current uh, and prospective sonography students? Um, my main advice is just make sure you do your research and also just work hard. This is not like easy peasy lemon squeezy like type of program, like the way a lot of people think it is. It's actually very difficult. The scanning, you might be like really naturally good at just scanning. Let's say you're good, at, but you need both. To graduate, you need both. So definitely work hard on your studies as well as, you know, the didactic because, you know, you need both to graduate. And, you know, that knowledge is definitely going to help you. You know, history is super important and and all that history taking and reading the, the patient's history. Like, it's super, super important. So, like, you know, just learn, like, you know, expose yourself to stuff. If you have to look up what hyperechoic or hypoechoic means and anechoic, like, you're not dumb, like, for it. Like, no one knows what the hell that means, like, whenever you first start <laughs> like you're just like what is that like I don't get it you know like the easiest ways to be like okay white gray black you know simplify it for yourself and then you know your life will be made so much easier but definitely study a lot <laughs> and you'll be fine <laughs> that's, such that's great it. advice thank you so much for your insights thank you so much for um sharing with us your journey, especially it's a very um, commonly asked uh, pathway of prospective students. So thank you so much for uh, coming on here and be our guest for this episode, Ashley. No problem. I'm glad that I was on. <laughs> yes. And so let them know where they can find you again. Okay. Um... You can tell them my page because I, I swear sometimes I forget. <laughs> so, okay. So we, you can actually find her on Instagram at sonography student underscore journey. Um, and she does document all of her stuff on there. And, you know, she's over there in New York as well, but she is not near where Lynn is. So I guess New York is a big place. Uh, yeah. They actually have three locations for the school. Manhattan. Oh, really? Yeah. Manhattan, Queens and uh, Garden City. So whichever one is closest to you, I guess, look into. I ended up going to Manhattan because it was easier for me at the time. I lived downtown Brooklyn, so it was just easier to go. Um, but yeah, I mean, just find whatever That's works awesome. for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we really do enjoy uh, your, your story and we can't wait to see what happens when you graduate in the future. And yeah, just thank you so much for being on. And thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. As always, we'll talk to you guys on the next one. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hey, SITC fam. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to rate us five stars on any podcast platform. Leave us a review wherever you can. And don't forget to subscribe to LL Giselle on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and find us on Facebook at Sonographers in the Cities.